The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gilcast, or should I say the Swap Masters cast. You are tuning in to hear three geniuses who looked at the lay of the land at 2.55 Central Time, 3.55 Eastern Time, whatever the fuck time it is in, in the time zone where Sammy lives. No one knows. We swapped. Um, this that's, is that's everyone... close, bro. Come no, on. Worst coast. Worst. Absolutely, absolutely unbearable. Uh, so we are here. Uh, we, we're going to do a cash review of our teams. Would have been, would have been a much different entity. Would have been a much different program that you guys are about to hear if I did not text Sammy and Nate at two forty-five Central Time in the afternoon. You guys got to swap to Kelsey because they both had to swap to Kelsey. I did not have to swap to Kelsey, but I chose to. We are going to get into that and more over the next forty-five minutes. How? are we doing lads we're doing so we're, we're good doing, baby. we're doing great we're doing but to amazing. be clear to be clear i made this swap not because of you you totally. text us yeah, swap totally. every week every week totally. you text us yeah, to swap. Totally. this is Everyone probably one you. of the first times i've ever swapped and it was because the value had shifted so much well you you were dead after the you were you were dead after the the new no games. i wasn't because of born I had well, Bourne and Ford. The only, well, the only I, I will, I will just say, you know, Nate won't take an L. Uh, he'll take all his W's, whatever. Davis, I love you, bro. You are the swap god. I bow down to you, and my account is now full because of you. Thanks, man. Well, this Appreciate just it. in general, this was a fascinating. So let's just start from the beginning. This was, I, I do not actually ever remember a slate we played like this where the actual optimal when you ran it at you know five minutes before lock included all or all but one late game player. So the optimal before lock, if you aggregate, uh, establish the run, four for four, Cardi stuff, uh, really whoever you choose to use. But the aggregate optimal was, depending on who you waited, it was either Jordan Love or Deshaun Watson, which is a huge, huge pivot on this late because if you played Watson, you probably just lost. Actually, I don't know. Maybe you could have swapped to Kelsey and still won. Um, but it was Jordan Love or Deshaun Watson at quarterback. It was Isaiah Pacheco, Kenneth Ford, and Jerome Walker at running back, including one of your flex spots. It was Cooper Cup, Josh Palmer, and Marquise Brown at wide receiver, Luke Musgrave at tight end, and the Kansas City Chiefs defense. Obviously, the number one thing that sticks out there is eight of those slots were in the afternoon games. But that is before factoring in the most important thing of the slate, which was that DK Metcalf, highest team total of the slate, Seattle Seahawks, 
was a true game time decision. Jackson Smith and Jigba, career high in routes, career high in yards last week. Obviously, would have I mean, he would have been a stone lock. I think uh, our friends at ETR ended up projecting him for 13 and a half once they moved DK Metcalf out. I can fact check that. But how you chose to play the slate really based on did you want to risk it with Deshaun Watson? Were either one of you two convinced enough that Watson was the play? Like, did I, I never wanted to play Watson because my plan the whole time was I wanted to play Geno, which I did end up doing. I started at noon with Jordan Love, which my God, did that guy suck out at the end? But what were your what were kind of your guys' thoughts on the DK Metcalf questionable thing or doubtful thing heading into the slate? So I, for me, I kind of was operating under the assumption that DK Metcalf was going to play. And so I really didn't leave myself a ton of room. I didn't leave like the slot open, like, oh yeah, it's JSN season, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, you know, ended up making a pivot, obviously, um, when, when that news came out. But as far as the Deshaun Watson thing, when I always had Gino, like I had Gino and I just, yeah, obviously Watson projected really well. And, it, you know, you don't want to be like hindsight analysis, Captain Hindsight 2020. But like the systemic risk with Watson was so great. We were talking about it by a text early in the day that like we have no idea if he can throw 10 yards downfield or not. And if he can't, yeah. this is you. You cannot ride in cash games with this man. You just can't do it. Like it, I think Nate said it verbatim. The projections are not quantifying his injury risk properly. And so yeah, if you, it was, that was the obvious thing. I mean, so I think I texted you guys at like eight o'clock this morning and was like, there, this slate is going to come down to two things, what you're going to do with Deshaun and what we're going to do with DK. And I was on Deshaun Watson just from a pure projection standpoint. And then last night I was just doing more research on like how bad was his injury? It was a weird thing. Nate's, over the last Nate's, couple weeks. Nate's Wikipedia uh, AC joints and stuff and, like and, this. And, and literally there was like reports of him in a sling earlier in the week, you know, and to the point where it's like. PJ Walker I, was taking reps in practice on Wednesday. I know. And so I just got to the point where I was looking at this projection and just saying, this is not baking in the downside risk. Obviously with all of these quarterbacks, whether it be love, whether it be Russ, whether it be all these under six K guys, I think there were some natural efficiency risk that you bake in but with watson you were taking on a massive amount of injury risk where the projection just didn't seem to be including that at all well, all the projections, projections assume they, they can't really right yeah you would have to manually dock it because so no what, projection what, can take it in and so i I've, just i just said at one point this morning after reading all those i just said it doesn't make any sense in cash for me to take on this additional risk with, with, with Watson. Because the upside risk for non Lamar Mahomes hurts Allen quarterbacks. It's, it's really, I mean, I guess you could put fields in there too. And P and I almost played fields last week. I, I just think the upside with guys outside of those five guys, what Watson's best case is what 32 probably like, that's like, that's like would be his best range of outcomes here, which is a great score. And you, you probably crush everyone with that score, but most of the time from quarterback, you're getting 18 to 24 points. That's just where their distributions mm -hmm. fall a huge percentage of the time. But when you start to introduce the downside risk of either he spends the entire game handing off because they're just beating the doors off the Colts. He can't throw down the field, all that stuff. Now, obviously I wasn't projecting in-game risk, but what I decided was one, I did not think DK Metcalf was going to play. And, and I also 
maybe if I like if it was a different slate and I would have had to have locked more early game players, like if it like I looked at a Gibbs lineup where I would have had to have done this, where I would have been fine just playing JSN and just saying I, I'm just going to run it. They have the highest team total of the slate. He ran the same amount of rounds as Lockett last week. I think he's good. I think he's probably a little bit underpriced for his talent level, yada, yada. So that was something I was open to. But in the end, I just decided, look, I'll play Jordan Love for now. And if nothing changes, I will. I, I'm fine with that decision. But what I preferred to do was leave swaps open so that I could get a re-optimized lineup with Jackson Smith and Jigba, which I did. I actually, the team I ran ended up being the the 3 p.m. aggregate optimal with Ford locked and all late players because Jerome Ford was the only guy that I played in early games. Yeah, and this was a really unique slate in that sense because it really lended itself to swapping. Like there were so many great games in the afternoon, not in the morning. Uh, and and frankly, this was one of the tougher cash weeks, I thought. You know, it, there wasn't like just one team that was like, oh yeah, this is generally really, really optimal and everyone's going to be a 2v2 or a 3v3. Mm-hmm. Like it was really wide open. And so to have your options open, take advantage of a late swap like that. I mean, it was, it's something you you should be looking at. Davis, you overly swap, but today, man, this is this is this your was, Super well, this, Bowl. This 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 slate was, and I, and was I think built that, to be played that way. And I do think the overall the overall slate changed in between noon at lock and two o'clock because everybody was thinking D, DK was like seventy to eighty percent to play. It was pretty much assumed that he was going to be in. And I think that was surprising news that like, I can't remember the last time we had surprising news like this that made it so clear cut that the optimal build was completely different than what everybody locked in at noon. Like not getting JSN. I mean, if, if this, if no, because you just, you just played, would have been 80% owned. JSN would have been 80% owned if news came in last night and he was 14%. I think that's right. But the, the non JSN optimal was uh it was jordan love isaiah pacheco kenneth walker jerome ford cooper cup marquise brown josh palmer luke musgrave chiefs defense um which still would have left you the swaps it's still it's still left yeah, you the but swaps. people didn't do that like looking at these the massive 25 dollar double up the top two trains didn't have jsn the top two trains just didn't swap into JSN at all. It's like people didn't pivot onto this late news. It's because it's well, because if they had, the, if... the swap keeping Cooper Cup left a bunch of salary. The easiest swap to do was just to straight go from Palmer to JSN and then up from Love to Gino, and people didn't want to leave the seven hundred dollars in salary. Well, and also a lot of people had Ford in the morning who did really well. And so yeah. they probably they were weren't. Just, they, they were just, yeah. They're like, yeah, I have my whole lineup to go. It's, it was optimal before the slate. I have 18 from Ford. Like I'm, I'm golden. So they stuck. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that, I think that's right. So whereas if you're a genius like me and you play Wandale Robinson and Josh Jacobs in the morning, you're like, dude, oh, you shit. played, you played so bad, man. Did you yeah, play bad? Playing Wandale, <laughs> you played so bad. Playing, I dude, Wandale was a bad play compared yeah. to JSN. I'm, like, I'm literally Wandale's Wanda. biggest fan. And we're going to talk about Wandale later. Cause I haven't been a tournament. Team, I didn't, I didn't have a but... hundred bucks, man. I literally played the Patriots defense. There is no hundred dollars to have. Well, you I played, you guys you both, you guys both played Josh Jacobs instead of playing Isaiah Pacheco, which I don't. No, 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 no. I had Pacheco. 
I played him instead of Ford. I didn't play Ford. I didn't like oh Ford. Oh my God. Ooh, How so good Sammy did played you bad. run? Sammy, you Sammy ran played, so Sammy, good. Yeah, you I, played so bad. <laughs> I do I do think the Jacobs, I do think Jacobs over Pacheco wasn't, it wasn't a huge mistake. There was five running backs I thought you could have flopped that were in play. I thought, and... I thought Jacobs was in play, but he was five of the five guys for me personally. I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was Walker. Number one, Pacheco, number two, Ford, number three, Gibbs, number four, Jacobs, number five. And I looked at, actually, I went back and looked this morning and I looked at a Lamar Jackson, Jameer Gibbs, Michael Mayer team mm. that actually I think would have beaten the Kelsey team, which yum, is yum. <laughs> no, the, the, um, the Lamar team was one forty four. That was the third most duped team in uh in the Oh, I beat that train 146.16. Yeah. Cuz that was the Lamar, Musgrave, Zay Flowers, Marquise Brown, Kenneth Oh, I Rogers. would I would not have played Zay Flowers. I would not have I would not have. Yeah, played. yeah. Also well, let's let, on that team. Let's rein it in a, a minute and like tell people what happened. Like Okay, so this is what happened. This is the team that I ended up playing. Geno Smith, Kenneth Walker, Jerome Ford, Tyler Lockett, Marquise Brown, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Travis Kelsey, Isaiah Pacheco in the Chiefs defense. I don't I don't see how you play Marquise Brown and, and tell me that I played bad. You're a fish. I gotta learn. I do gotta learn about the Hollywood Brown thing because yeah, it's bro. like now he's now he's not even getting the prayer yards. You know, Dobbs, Dobbs is just like running on third and 17 instead of giving Marquise Brown yeah. the prayer yards. Like every and every and single week, I, I have the projections pulled up right now. Hollywood Brown, you know, obviously, like a, uh, he is the second points per dollar value i mean it is it's, we gotta as an industry we gotta we gotta stop we gotta yeah stop. manual I'm gonna go, override I'm gonna go back bro well next week i'm sure yeah because kyler's coming back dude he's gonna be a value for a bit um i played a 3v3 from that team uh so i went love jacobs and born over gino marquise and pacheco yeah right. i mean well, i don't I really think i am born I don't think I think Bourne was bad because it kept you from the swap, not bad in and of himself, but it just kept you from the swaptions in the later games. All right. Well, here's 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 my ass eating team. So I started off with Gino at QB and then Jacobs, Pacheco and Kenneth Walker at running back. I just I just didn't like Ford, man. Like I know like I don't want to I don't want a timeshare back. I'm not here to play timeshare backs. And indeed, he got scavenged twice by Kareem Hunt. Hunt he only got Hunt, scavenged. Hunt. He only got scavenged once by Kareem Hunt. He hurt his ankle, and yeah, Hunt he was got out the, in the, third the one quarter in the end. Of the other yeah, time. well, I I knew that would probably happen, but you know the the reality is totally. Sammy I just I just so I just didn't. Sammy, I just, Sammy literally the number one comments I get on this show when people talk to me about it are that guy Sammy runs hotter than the fucking sun. They're just every week you just run, you find a way to run so good. We we do in fact love to see it. You know what I mean? Um, I, I just I, I just didn't want a guy who's split in time, man. Like I don't I, I know he was like fine in the projections, but it's just like. But he's he's the good side of the he's the good side of the timeshare, dude. It's they like, almost split. They almost split snaps last week. But you and, know the hunt. You know the hunt had a like a real injury that almost didn't play. I know that, but like you also have like like boots on the ground. It's entirely possible that you know he signed two weeks ago that they, that his involvement gets more and more, and they actually like Hunt more than Ford. Like no, no, no. This this is a bad take. Ford at no. his value. Ford at his value. I think was the best running back of the slate. Well, I I disagree, but I thought he was fine. I just didn't want to do it. I wanted I wanted the thing, a, the, the a, thing, honestly, a bell cow back like Josh Jacobs, who ended up getting pulled, was asked the whole game and came off the field on multiple third downs since I was watching this game. 
So the the thing that I think is just I understand why you guys did it, and I don't think it's actually playing bad. But Jacobs for me is just like, what was the difference between Jacobs and Jameer Gibbs, really, to you guys? Very big difference. Jameer yeah. Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs rushing workload. I mean, Jameer Gibbs, there was a chance that he wasn't the main like with Craig Reynolds, there was a chance that Jameer. The Gibbs last game was with Craig Reynolds and no Montgomery, he got 18 rushes. For sure. Yeah, I, I I thought Gibbs was a good play. I I just I just felt a lot better in Jacobs' role that he was gonna just be out Jacobs there for all three downs that he was gonna get the lion's share. He was playing a shite ass defense, right? There was a there was a there was a distinct possibility that Detroit got run, and they did. Obviously, that leads to to Gibbs catches, but I just thought there was way more of a chance that like Jacobs could get a bonus. Um, I I just don't think that's really in Gibbs's range. I liked his goal line role. You know, if you get down to the one yard line for Detroit, you you, you do have to worry about Craig Reynolds in that situation. You, no, you so. gotta just gotta worry about all kinds of fuckery. They're, they're the Lions are in the Kansas City Chiefs bucket of like the like Brock Wright scoring, James Mitchell scoring. I, I'm with eh, you guys there. Eh. The, I, I'm worried about Jameer Gibbs and 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 Jacobs are even comparable. Jacobs literally has like one of the most solid workloads. In yeah, the but league. he's on like, he's on this super shitty team and he's got no efficiency. He's lost all of his efficiency. Oh, oh, like Jerome Ford's on a great team. I mean, come on. Hey, dude, there well, was, like, Ford was, there like, was like 80. Yeah, there was like 80 points in that game. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Gardner Minshew goat, right? Like $2,000 cheaper. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that that is a thing. But so I, I didn't want to play Ford. That's that's the bottom line. I played. Well, ultimately, the reason why I didn't like the Jacobs thing was that it made it much harder to get Tyler Lockett, which was. Well, what... I didn't I didn't need no Tyler Lockett because I played Wando Robinson. Yeah, um, I just I can't. I can't. I can't. When I look this. at this team, I, the Wandale I, I thing mean, is bad. Like, okay, bad. okay. Let, let me just say the team and then roast me. Okay. You also played Deontay freaking Johnson. Well, that was a swap, mate. Yeah. I'm I'm talking about my original team. So the original team is Gino. The three running backs are Jacobs, Pacheco, and Kenneth Walker. I played Cup, Josh Palmer, and Wandale, Luke Musgrave, and I had no money left, so I played the Patriots against a actually low-key not very good i, I, I thought this was fine people people might think that was bad i actually thought that was fine i did that, that on a couple gbp teams yeah but when jacobs and wandale bricked out in the morning and ford did really good it was time to swap and so i swapped uh off of pacheco and i swapped off of cup and i swapped off a of musgrave and instead i put in herbert at quarterback i wanted i couldn't find the 300 to get to to uh Mahomes I really wanted to do that but I went to Herbert Travis Kelsey JSN and Deontay Johnson and uh now I have a lot of money in my account things are good I can't I can't like honestly I feel bad that I got you out of jail with this swap because I think you should have gotten punished for playing this I I really I feel pretty strongly because this is what I know I know had you not played Wandale and you would have had the slot you would have not swapped off Cooper Cup. If you were not in jail with the three points he got, you would have been you would have been like, nope, I'm sticking. I, I got you know that, I that's can that's why Wando was sharp, man. That's why Wando was shot sharp. It, it it leads you down the correct road. Everyone listening to this right now is that he can't keep getting away with this breaking bad beam. Every like every single person. <laughs> the guys, the guys who sent me 109s this week, they are not happy. Oh, I right did, now. I did want to say that people have been listening and obviously I, I've been eating it. I lost the last two weeks. Like lost the last two weeks and last week i played bad 
So people were anxious to get in. I got five. The, the buzzards, the buzzards were circling around Davis Maddox. Account. <laughs> I got, I got five one Oh nines this week. I think I beat them all by like a combined 200 points. Like some of the worst lineups I've ever seen ran out against me. It was, it the was windmill. The, the windmill. windmill. Yeah. I just, I thought that the, so I was surprised actually to see in the end that Kelsey didn't end up that popular because like I said, I'm sitting there at the end of the one o'clock games. We get the news that DK Metcalf is out. So I'm like, Yahtzee, like I wanted to play JSN the entire time. There weren't a lot of clean swaps to do it. Like I said, you could go down from Palmer to JSN, but then you had $700 of salary left when you moved from Love to Gino. In a weird way, it would have been more comforting had Gino been 6,500 because then your brain is just like, oh, it's fine. Like I leave $100 of salary all the time, you know? Right, right. So I just, I clicked, I, I clicked uh, re, you know, re-aggregate and the top lineup was what I ended up playing because Lockett and JSN got huge boost to their projections. Uh, you know, I mean, Marquise Brown, Marquise Brown being 46% owned in the massive $50 double up is just such an indictment of all of mm. us out here. Like, yum, yum, yum. I guess the other, I mean, the thing I had, was, I though, had Marquise, I had Marquise on my pre-swap team. So I almost, I, uh, you, you fish. I, I, I played Marquise Brown last week I did too. and I was Nate, like, I you know too. what? I'm going to, I'm going to learn my lesson here. Not to be results or wait, oriented, no, I but I had we literally, we literally it. talked about this last week, how he's such a shite cash game play. Like. The, you you look at the median projection and it's fine, but it's just like he is not the type. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Kelsey in the massive fifty dollar double up only ended up being thirteen percent out. Now the team that I played the one forty six point one six huge train because obviously there was a bunch of people that just had Ford in the morning and did the same thing I did and they just clicked optimize and they got the Kelsey over Cup team. Looks like about fifteen people played my team. And the massive $50 double up. So I guess it wasn't a, a massive train, but it was a pretty big one. And probably some people had this team also with the Ravens defense in the morning instead of the Chiefs defense, both of which I think were were totally acceptable and good. And those those people beat me because the Ravens defense was a really good play. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, just... so, so should we like talk about that we were probably lucky that Kelsey – had the insane yes. smash game and Cooper Cup caught two balls. Well, of course, yeah. Of I mean, course we, we did get lucky. we did get very lucky. We 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 swapped off of Cup onto Kelsey to get JSN to get JX JSN and well, Lockett. you guys JSN... you guys had to because you were way behind. I didn't have. No, to. I wasn't behind Davis. I had yes, you. I had, you played Josh. I had Kendrick Bourne. I had Kendrick Bourne. I promise you points at four four. Go go in your computer and go put in your lineup and run a sim with you having five points from Josh Jacobs and everyone else having Walker and Pacheco left to go against you and Gibbs teams. Gibbs teams were ahead of you by even if even if they have some shitty play and you have Kendrick Bourne, the Gibbs the teams that any team that played Gibbs over Jacobs was way ahead of you too. No, Bourne Bourne didn't have thirty. He had sixteen. Like no, born, born, born was born good, up but with you, were, you, were, you were, I promise you, you were not ahead. I, I, I truly promise you, you were not, your lineups did not at three Nate, o'clock. Nate, you're, you're arguing with the swap King right now. I, I don't think you should, you should be. No, Davis is not the swap King. Davis I'm definitely not the swap never King. Works out. I, yeah, definitely swap, not the swap. King. I swap once and it does work out. Definitely not the swap King, but I do know that had Nate not swapped it would have been one it would not have worked out he would have gotten smashed but it yeah, also obviously. would have been 
it would have been a bad spot. Now, the reason why I did not, why I felt comfortable with the Kelsey team actually had nothing to do with wanting to fade Cooper Cup. I was like pretty deathly afraid of Cooper. I think he had a oh, 25 yes. yard, he had a 25 yard catch on the first drive, and I was like, oh, I've I've seen this movie before. Oh like, yeah, this is I was, not going to end well. I was but terrified. It was because it was because the lineup was basically okay. You can use your punt slot on Jackson Smith and Jigbo, who's projected for 11, or Luke Musgrave, who's projected for like 8.6 or something, and I was like you know what? It just really feels like that is a poor use of the $50,000 of salary that DraftKings gives you to yeah. spend that on Luke Musgrave instead of JSN. It just, it felt like a pretty big felt. It felt bad. Honestly, it did. I, I didn't want to play Musgrave the entire time. I actually wanted to play the, the lineup. Kincaid? I want. No, the lineup I wanted to save. I didn't end up having like, I, it wouldn't matter because it was all late was Gino and McBride over love and Musgrave. Which again would have would have been fine. But I think McBride had like four catches, but would not have been fine if it had Cooper Cup. But that that was really, I think, honestly, the big key of the slate ended up being what did you what what did you do? What did you want to do at quarterback and tight end? Because those normally those are not huge decision spots and everyone just eats the chalk. But we I think we haven't had Kelsey on that many main slates either, too. No, and he's also been kind of pedestrian. Like it's like it's a tough click to spend 7k or whatever it is on Kelsey who's you know just the the Chiefs have not been great. And they were great today. Well, you know why they were great? Cuz they got Kelsey the ball. No, they got Hardman back. Pat was feeling himself, dude. You're telling me? You're telling me it's a coincidence that Pat's best game of the year came when they got his buddy back in the lineup? I don't think so. Nope, not arguing. Not arguing. I actually it. I I actually think the key difference in what they're doing is they are playing rice a ton i think rice is playing a lot yes. more running a lot more routes on like obvious passing situations and yeah. uh look sky you know sky made one good catch so so and and mvs scored a long touchdown um yeah do you guys got anything else interesting was there any other interesting element of uh of cash today mm. maybe maybe you guys were both not into locket not knowing no I, I, was into locket. I, w- I was into locket i was i was into locket i just um I thought Lockett was a good play, even if DK played. I wasn't into JSN unless I knew DK wasn't going to play. I thought there was a lot of wish casting on JSN. Uh, oh, coming out of the bye, he's got he got more workload. It's like I, I think JSN would have been a bad play if DK would have been in, which was why I think he would have been a slightly. I think he would have been a slightly bad play. I don't which think which is why been... I liked Bourne early because Bourne was like the I know at four four he's going to get volume. I know he's got upside, and then everybody else is waiting to wish cast on this guy. Did you? Did you? And, consider... and I thought there was like an eighty percent chance that DK was going to play. So I actually thought the Bourne play was like sharp leverage on the people who were hoping to play JSN. But what I didn't realize was that no one was going to play JSN once the news came out. I was. Did you consider? He was Demario Douglas for what was he 3300? No, no, heck no. no. He that had workload. I mean, he had I, six I, targets. He had one less target than Bourne. Oh, I know <laughs> he got it, but I'm saying you couldn't have projected that going in. Yeah. Can 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 we just like not bury the lead of this slate and that I finally got to play Deontay Johnson in cash? Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Like goaded. Goaded. Yeah. I should have played, I should have played literally anyone over freaking. What's his name over Hollywood Brown? The Hollywood, yeah. just like watching. Also, the Seahawks, like they just literally cannot score points in the second half of games. It's like it's so bizarre watching their offense. And they get to like third and three, and then they just whelp it every time. 
Yeah, I you know, they they've been really kind of a struggle bus this year and I didn't want to be overexposed. Like I thought Lockett was a fine play, but I wasn't like, oh gosh, like that 6k wide receiver got to have Tyler Lockett. I was just just like, okay, Lockett buries me, he does, but like the guy literally has no yak ever. So he's not a guy like you you get you get that that scared of. Whereas JSN, man, JSN can do it. Good job, kid. Yeah. All right. Uh let's do let's do tournament teams. Uh, uh I had a bunch of good ones today, but no Dante Foreman. So no, no real sweats, honestly. Uh this is the team that I played in the this was the large red zone. So this is the one with uh like six thousand entrants or whatever. I did a Lamar a Lamar stack with Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews was 21%, which I, I was a little surprised by that. I guess tight end was just brutal. And, Super surprised. Yeah. But, and I think uh, a lot of people did two tight end. Um, d- d- double tight end won the Millie Maker, actually, with uh, a lot Dalton of Kincaid. Double Dalton end. Kincaid, by the way, got a no ball. You got a no ball to play Kincaid. Yeah. Uh, so this was, uh, what was it? Uh, it was Lamar Jackson at quarterback with Mark Andrews as the stack. I did a double bring back with Jameer Gibbs and Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, really looked pretty bad in the first half, not going to lie. It was was looking at this like, wow, did I just waste a Lamar Andrews game? And uh, the, let's say these two combined for uh, 24 receptions combined. So a lot of, lot, of, lot of points there. I played Jerome Ford on this team. Sammy, I did play Wandell Robinson on this team, but what mm. allowed this team to happen? <laughs> you play him in a tournament, mate. <laughs> he was six percent owned. No, Jesus. he wasn't. He was fifteen percent owned. So he was. Oh my god, owned. that's that's tough. Uh, you know, I probably wouldn't have played him if I would have thought he was fifteen percent. I I thought he would have been a little bit lower than that. But again, I don't really care because it got me to the stuff that I wanted, which was the double bring back with Lamar and Andrews. Uh, this team had JSN. This team also, I played Kenneth Walker on every team. I just did not care. I thought he was this good was good chalk. He I thought this chalk. was a Raheem Mostert spot, basically. I thought this was the, the oh, you turn the cards over, he's 55% owned in the Millie Maker, and then he gets there. Uh, I mean, look, he, he got 16 points running about as bad as a guy can run. I mean, the, the, the Seahawks just spent the entire second half whelping around. They got down to the one-yard line and didn't give it to him. Like it just was, it, it can't really run much worse than that. Uh, yeah. I, yeah I felt his his workload, he might've had the best. If I, if I'm like missing somebody, he might've had the best workload of the entire slate. Well, I bet Gibbs had more expected points cause he got so many targets, but yeah, yeah I, for I sure. That's, yeah. I Gibbs, that's Gibbs, Gibbs has run out at the end. Gibbs probably had 15 expected points within the last five minutes. Yeah, I, I think that's probably right. But again, I mean, the Lamar Andrews stuff, it does just remain like one of the skeleton keys. Like those guys, the the week, I mean, how many points did they combine for? They combined for like 60 points, basically. Uh, you know, I mean, they're they're absolutely, I mean, and the same is true of Mahomes-Kelsey, the team I played in the spy. Uh, I played a Mahomes-Rice team, but no Kelsey in the spy. Not as uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's still still good, but not not as good. um yeah i mean i felt i felt this was one of those slates that like sometimes on gpps i feel like i'm really just guessing right like i'm i'm looking at all these sims and stuff and i'm trying to come up with some some combination of like ball knowing takes but when it's like a a good spot i think for the ravens to score a lot or a good spot for the chiefs to score a lot and there are like five just locked in really good running back plays it's a lot 
it's a lot easier. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, Sammy, right. you're up. Yeah. So my spy team, uh, it's close to greatness, but we didn't quite get there. Uh, I played a Stafford double. So Stafford cup and Nakua, uh, cup came in 35%, but Nakua was eight. Stafford yeah, no was one, eight. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nakua ended up blowing up. Obviously he went eight for one fifty four. Uh, my running backs, I ate the Kenneth Walker chalk and I played Donta Foreman smash show. Un- unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then the rest of my lineup just ate complete ass. I played Darius Slayton in this lineup. Dude, Rip, okay, that's Rick worse Ball. than Wandale. That's a lot worse no, it's than not. Wandale. No, it yeah. isn't. Hyatt, Hyatt was the the Giants deep guy to play. I think Hyatt or Slayton would have been okay in tournaments. I thought Wandale was the only I, one that I played, was like not playable in tournaments. I played Hyatt in the spy as well. Uh, yeah, as well. I, I, I thought Hyatt yeah. was good. Um, but Slayton runs decent routes too with Hyatt. So like, I, I think either one of those guys were okay. Yeah, I played. Uh, I played Meyer at tight end, so I had the I had the Meyer what, what, coming what back on owned? Foreman. Uh, Meyer was sixteen percent. What was McBride owned? Because that's probably a leak. If Meyer is if Meyer's sixteen and McBride was like two, yeah, that's probably. I just I just wanted the little correlation. I wanted the I wanted the uh, Foreman and and a bring back. And then I played at my flex spot. I played Christian Watson, who just cost me ungodly sums of money on a prize picks and underdog just thousands of dollars. If he can get over 51 and a half yards, he didn't even come close because he sucks and Jordan love sucks. And I played the Ravens defense at 11% in this, in this lineup. So we did okay, but uh, nothing to write home about. I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess that the Sims would have hated the, the mayor play. I, I I would probably, I, I just like, I, what was, probably I, so yeah, i McBride, also mcbride was five percent on he actually did way worse than i thought he, yeah what was what was interesting is i had the opportunity to use george pickens as the bring back on the double and i decided not to pickens ended up smashing i just wanted some christian watson in my life i thought man it's denver you know this guy gets all sorts of deep targets like you know all this shit and yeah you know, it's just even even green bay is so bad they can't score against the denver broncos i mean i should have just taken that into account poverty franchise Correct. Yeah. 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 All right, Nate. This is what the people want. They they yeah, look for here it is, baby. Week. Here it is. Turn it over. Um, so similar to last week, I thought it was a crappy slate. Uh, so I tried to go kind of onslaught again. Um, so I had a Chiefs onslaught. So I went with uh Mahomes, Pacheco, uh Kelsey, and uh Tony with the Chiefs D. Tony instead of Rice. Yeah, I mean, looking back, obviously, mate, I wish I would have Tony, anybody, no, Tony I, is drawing. Tony is drawing I thought, dead to get the bonus. Like he's his upside no, Tony is got, like Tony. Tony gets like specific plays called for him near the red zone that like he easily could have had a touchdown and outscored he could, JSN. He could score. Like, he could score twice. He can't get the bonus, but he can score two touchdowns. Yeah, but it, so I just wanted Chiefs players. I will. I wanted to just stack it in a way that I knew. Um, no one was going to. Um, and then I, and then I brought it back with Palmer, um, Sharp. from, uh, chargers as kind of the bring back. And then I filled it out just super chalky with, um, Kenneth Walker, uh, Marquise Brown. Um, and then a, a play that I thought was going to be more chalky because of the Deshaun play, uh, play was Elijah Moore, but, uh, he oh, actually Elijah Moore, dude, that guy stinks. 
no, he Jude gets Elijah like he gets like he gets like a bazillion opportunities per game. He gets like nine touches per game and has never topped forty yards. Yeah, this, uh, this, this, by the way, yards. Nate, this this was the yards. correct spot to play Hollywood Brown. So hats it to you. Yeah. So uh, ended up doing all right, obviously because Mahomes and Kelsey and uh, Pacheco and Walker obviously didn't hurt. Uh, and then Palmer, uh, Palmer ended up being the the only Chargers player you really wanted exposure to. So this lineup did actually pretty well in the red zone. Um, so a little. Man, what was how... what was what was Palmer owned in cash? Palmer was owned in cash. Uh, well, of because he was. he was on he was on the he was on the OG he was on the OG optimal, and a lot of people didn't swap. I I. I had Palmer. You guys know how much I hate Josh Palmer. Palmer he was, was twenty nine percent owned in the in the uh, twenty five dollar. So, but you split that with the JSN teams, right? So he originally would have been like something like 40, 35% or something like that owned. There were a couple. Uh, let's we can end we can end with this because there were a couple guys who I ended up being shocked, like guys who I did not consider who were like pretty high owned. Um, well, I mean, this second biggest train team. Or the third biggest train team was a Lamar Jackson Zay Flowers stack in cash, which is like that's crazy to me that that's yeah, that the third crazy. highest own train. So these these were the plays that that I did not consider for a second. Wandale twenty percent, Zay Flowers sixteen percent, uh, Curtis Samuel at nine percent, and then how did people get on Keenan Allen in cash? What what were the Keenan? I guess Keenan Allen teams were. Quarterback? they were they were swap teams that didn't do kelsey they were swap teams that did like they, they got it like got like up to herbert yeah keenan keenan was a good play keenan was a good play it was just it was a weird salary it was range. a yeah it was a weird yeah it like, just was hard being that close i would have wanted cut like yes yeah i agree with that i i just i i i looked at a keenan swap team for like half a second and then i was like actually no i'm not gonna do that yeah, actually, we want we want the big boy. We want the big guy. We want Kelsey. Thank you, Travis well, Kelsey. Guys, Taylor Swift there at at a three p.m. game in Kansas yeah. City, and you thought dude wasn't gonna ball out. Lock, like literal, literal lock. City. Yeah, they even they even ran that little that little goal line shovel play to him where he where he nosedived backwards like an Olympic swimmer with his arms over his head. That was for Taylor. Like, yeah, well, people thought that people thought that was a mistake. People thought that Andy Reid doesn't know who his audience is. He he look, he he took Andy his wife Andy Reid knows ball. You gotta give it to the man. Oh, dude. No, almost no one knows more ball than than Andy Reid. Yeah. That that is uh that is a that is a bona fide fact. Uh I don't really have any other thing, anything yet. I'm kind of surprised Nate didn't somehow show up with Devontae Adams after uh the week of of him t- saying like I need the ball more. And if it would have been Jimmy G week, I would have. Yeah, yeah. Tyson Tyson Bajan says, "Don't replace me with Caleb Williams, brother." That Man, Davis. You... It, by by the way, just so everybody knows, Davis was trying to talk me into taking the Raiders uh, in our survivor pool it's this true. week. I was, and and I had to I had to lay down the the knowledge and text you who Bajan's father was. This is not a man who's going to lose to the Raiders. I, I think had Jimmy Garoppolo started, I I would have been more insistent on it. I I would have said we got to do it for sure. We got we dude. We speaking of stone stone runouts, Buffalo Buffalo losing in Seattle. Uh, you know, just never no doubting there. That was uh that was a good spot for us. Easy game. Um, all right, guys, that should be good. Everyone, thanks for listening. We're getting out of here. 
Uh, we'll be back next week later. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.